Okay, my friends, now we're getting into deep waters. We are beginning to navigate the depths of the rabbit hole, which we created ourselves. The rabbit hole is our creation. And at the end of the rabbit hole is the light of being, the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel is the light of awareness, which is the real reality beyond the rabbit hole. Listen very carefully. The mental construct of the body and the world is the product of centuries of conditioning. Once again, the mental construct of the body and the world is the product of centuries of conditioning. This conditioning started when humans developed the ability to create stories. And then they developed the ability to symbolically express their experiences. So let's go deeper. In daily life, we accept the world as a given. Trees, mountains, clouds, and sky are simply there. But these are merely the scenery of what I would call virtual reality. So now these days, everybody's familiar with VR, right? And people are also actually um, extending that VR into what they call immersive experiences, immersive dreamscapes. You can create an immersive dreamscape in virtual reality where you can take your body and visit another planet or another galaxy or go to New York City if you're in Zimbabwe or vice versa. And if you stay in that virtual reality, and I've tried this, after a while you become so used to it that when you take off the VR uh, glasses or the VR apparatus, then the physical world appears to you as another VR experience. In fact, it takes a little while to adjust to the physical world. I once did a VR experience where I went to another galaxy, visited other planets, and then finally when I took it off, the VR apparatus, I was in a room and the room that I was in appeared to me like a VR experience. In fact, I was feeling a little dizzy and even felt a little unsteady uh, on the floor of the VR room because I didn't know if it was real or not. So this is what we are doing. Every day we are creating our own VR experience. We call it mind, body, and the physical world. We are already in a virtual reality, and that virtual reality is of our own making through centuries of conditioning. So raw sensation is overlaid with this complex conditioning that goes back thousands of years. If you understand everything I've told you up to now, then the body and the world we perceive have been interpreted in advance. As soon as you are born, you're entering a conditioned, interpreted world. All you're experiencing is raw sensations, but you're quickly indoctrinated into the conditioning. I'm a physical body in a physical world, in a theater of space-time and causality, where objects are interacting with each other, moving around, and these are constructs, but they exist as extensions of the human drama. By waking up, you step out of the drama, or at least you have the choice 
to step out of the drama, to be who you really are. You're not the dream. You're the dreamer. And the dreamer is not in space or time because it's consciousness and it has no form. Having no form, it does not exist in space and time. It experiences itself as form and phenomena. And we end up calling that the physical world and the physical body. So here's a simple exercise in perception. Let's contemplate the letter A, the first letter of the alphabet. When you set eyes on this letter A, all you see is a simple sign made with three short strokes of pen. Correct? That's what the letter is. It's a simple sign made with three short strokes of a pen. Those three strokes of a pen have no inherent meaning, as you can instantly determine by turning A on its side or upside down. So turn the letter A in your visual field upside down. Has no meaning. Turn it sideways. Has no meaning either. But turn it back to its original state and now suddenly it has meaning. The meaning of A is embedded in A through centuries of human conditioning and imparting that meaning to that symbol. Three strokes of a pen. And this meaning goes back a long time. It's an ancient meaning going back to the Phoenician alphabet. Mixed in is the Hebrew letter Aleph, which stands for the beginning, creation, and God. A, therefore, is synonymous with one, which connotes individuality and the start of arithmetic. A is a desirable grade in school. And if you get enough A's, you are likely to be well-educated and end up being prosperous in the material world. If a single letter of the alphabet carries so much history and so many implications, imagine how complex the fabric of the human world is. We inherit a wealth of meanings that hold the world together, but also, in fact, create it. And some of these creations are useful. We call them useful constructs. You have the ability to choose the construct that is useful and discard the construct that is not useful to improve the quality of your life. Because everything you perceive, everything you know or you think you know, everything you think about is actually a symbolic expression given meaning, construct and story by you the mental construct of the body and the world is also a construct. In the deeper reality, there's no body, there's no world. But this is the magic of human consciousness. You create it. You create the body, you create the world, and you also create the mind. But what you create and what we create collectively becomes our reality because we embed ourselves in that reality. Theoretically, who you really are is independent and free of the construct. And that is very important because if we were not theoretically free of the construct, 
we'd be stuck. As we evolve, we recycle some of the constructs that we find useful. And as we evolve to higher states of consciousness, which is the whole purpose of becoming metahuman, then we can create new constructs that will give us new experiences of what we call mind, body, and universe. Because we are the creators of the construct called mind, body, and universe. The mental construct of the body and the world is also a product of centuries of conditioning. Just because it is centuries of conditioning, just because people have said it over and over again, whether they are theologians or religious people or scientists or philosophers, doesn't mean that the constructs are inherently true. They are true because we agree on their meaning and their symbolism. That's why the Sufis frequently say that the entire universe is a symbol. Join me tomorrow, friends, for our weekly meditation. 